Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Fed lowers the boom, your news update, and we talk shrinkflation on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage, State of the Bands Weekend for June 18th, 2022. I am Joshua Stark. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has pledged to do whatever it takes to curb inflation, now raging at a four-decade high and defying the Fed's efforts to tame it. Increasingly, it seems doing so might require the one painful thing the Fed has sought to avoid, a recession. A worse-than-expected inflation report for May, consumer prices rocketed up 8.6% from a year earlier, the biggest jump since 1981, helped spur the Fed to raise its benchmark interest rate by three-quarters of a point Wednesday. In an unusual move for what's been an unusual takeover bid for Twitter by the world's richest man, Tesla CEO Elon Musk met virtually with the social platform's employees Thursday, even though his $44 billion offer has not yet been completed. Trust is as trust does. I tend to be extremely literal in what I say. One does not to read between the lines. One can simply read the lines, Musk said in the meeting, according to a tweet from Nola Weinstein, Twitter's global head of brand experiences and engagement. Switzerland reopened its airspace Wednesday after a brief closure for safety reasons because of an unspecified technical malfunction, authorities said. Skyguide, the air navigation service, initially said the closure would be in effect until further notice after the malfunction early in the morning. A few hours later, it said that the airspace closure was lifted at 8.30 a.m., and air traffic over Switzerland was resuming along with operations at the country's two national airports in Geneva and Zurich. A commercial bus driver has been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment after blacking out behind the steering wheel while snacking on gummies he says he didn't know were infused with THC. Jinhun Chen appeared Tuesday in Bridgeport Superior Court after being arrested at his home in Boston. Chen was driving 38 passengers from the Mohegan Sun Casino on March 13th when he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95 in Stratford. Police said they found Chen slumped unconscious in the driver's seat next to an open package of Smokey's Edibles cannabis-infused fruit chews. Toxicology tests showed Chen had a high level of THC the active ingredient in cannabis in his bloodstream, prosecutors said. It's the end of the line for many of the old subway cars that remain in New York City rail yards. When New York City put R32s into service in the mid-60s, 
People called the shiny new train cars Brightliners. Over several decades, millions of people have traveled on R32s, but the days when the iconic stainless steel cars were used to transport passengers are long gone. The Metropolitan Transportation Authority, which runs the New York City subway system, has removed all R32s from the transportation network and replaced them with newly built R179 train cars. The R32s are now being floated away to Jersey City to be turned into scrap metal. Several years ago, outdated NYC subway cars were placed in the Atlantic Ocean to create artificial reefs to protect the shoreline from flooding and to provide a habitat for sea life. News and more on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend up next. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes Let's Talk Tobacco, COVID Fraud, and Royce and I Talk About Shrinkage. Mm. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce. Joshua. This week, Ari is talking about the dangers of tobacco. Ooh, yes. I feel like I'm in a 60s teaching film. But you know, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. From your first cigarette to your last dying day. Ah... You know, I, I tell you, I was watching the other day. Yes, sir. Uh, was I watching this with you? No, I wasn't watching this Probably with you. Probably not. Probably not. I was watching West Side Story. <laughs> That's what that quote was for. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. So, all right. I was watching uh, old advertisements. The Flintstones, oh. for example. Oh, yeah. Used to shill for Marlboro cigarettes. I did not know that. Yeah. And this week we're talking about something that's happened to the FFDCA, which is the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, that kind of, uh, kind of, we, we try to limit the access to tobacco, not like we did in the 60s, but today uh, the FFDCA has been modified to include 21 plus in tobacco yes. and not 18 plus. Now, Which is weird. I think that's going to mess up the dynamic of a lot of things, but it's more safe. I'll give you that. Legal to drive, legal to vote, legal to get a gun, can't smoke. Yep. Can't smoke, can't drink. Kind of weird. But yeah, let's let's take a step back here. So the FFDCA was passed in 1938 to give authority to the FDA 
to oversee stuff like food, drugs, medical devices, and cosmetics. Yeah. Now... Especially nicotine. Yeah. The FFDCA, you know, things have kind of changed, right? Technology and dangers of, of things. And so the FFDCA was uh, modified in 68 to include electronic product radiation, uh, was influenced by the death of 100-plus patients who were exposed to an elixir marketed as a medicine that was ultimately toxic. Now, why is nicotine such a big deal? Well, isn't it in the family of nightshade? Yeah, so it's it's what we highly call... Highly poisonous, highly poisonous. It's what we call an alkaloid, right? Yes, absolutely. So that's belladonna, deadly nightshade, and it's used as a poison, so think about that. It's also used as a plot item in some mystery films and books. Clue. Yeah, yeah. But did you know tomatoes and most peppers are also in this family of plants? Yeah, don't eat all of them. Eat parts. Don't eat, don't eat, don't eat the, the stem. leaves. Don't eat the stems of, of, you know, all these things. Speaking of strange, did you know arsenic is in peaches? Yeah, yeah. You literally the grind up the bit. center of a peach. You got arsenic. Peach bit. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> But uh, now we've seen this because of uh, smoking dangers, you know, um, dangers of not smoking while pregnant and that sort of thing. Yeah, birth defects, high number of birth defects right. was found. Right, and enforcement of this is, is happening, varies across state by state, and we'll keep an eye on this as well because retailers have to verify the age, but we'll see how that goes. More after yeah. this. 27, I think. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Automakers reported nearly 400 crashes of vehicles with partially automated driver assist systems, including 273 involving Teslas, according to statistics released Wednesday by U.S. safety regulators. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration cautioned against using the numbers to compare automakers, saying it didn't weight them by the number of vehicles from each manufacturer that used the systems or how many miles those vehicles traveled. Automakers reported crashes from July of last year through May 15th under an order from the agency which is examining such crashes broadly for the first time. As we gather more data, NHTSA will be able to better identify any emerging risks or trends and learn more about how these technologies are performing in the real world, said Stephen Cliff, the agency's administrator. Tesla's crashes happened while vehicles were using autopilot, full self-driving, traffic-aware cruise control, or other driver assist systems that have some control over speed and steering. 
The company has about 830,000 vehicles with the systems on the road. The next closest of a dozen automakers that reported crashes was Honda with 90. Honda says it has about 6 million vehicles on U.S. roads with such systems. Subaru was next with 10, and of all auto, other automakers, 5 or fewer. In a June 2021 order, NHTSA told more than 100 automakers and automated vehicle tech companies to report serious crashes within one day of learning about them and to disclose less serious crashes by the 15th day of the following month. The agency is assessing how the systems perform and whether new regulations may be needed. Six people were killed in the crashes involving driver assist systems and five were seriously hurt, NHTSA said. Of the deaths, five occurred in Teslas and one was reported by Ford. Three of the serious injuries were in Teslas while Honda and Ford each reported one. Tesla's crash number may appear elevated somewhat because it uses telematics to monitor its vehicles and get real-time crash reports. Other automakers don't have such capabilities, so their reports may come slower or crashes may not be reported at all, NHTSA said. Tesla's crashes accounted for nearly 70% of the 392 reported by the dozen automakers. Although the Austin, Texas automaker calls the systems autopilot and full self-driving, it says the vehicles cannot drive themselves and the drivers must be ready to intervene at all times. Auto safety advocates said driver assist and self-driving systems have potential to save lives, but not until NHTSA sets minimum performance standards and requires safety improvements to protect all road users. It's clear that U.S. road users are unwitting participants in beta testing of automated driving technology, said Kathy Chase, president of Advocates for Highway and Auto Safety. Senator Edward Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, said that although NHTSA's data has limitations, it's not isolated evidence that Tesla has ignored regulations putting the public in danger. There has been a, quote, never-ending parade of reports of Tesla's and automated systems rolling through stop signs or breaking for no reason, he said. NHTSA also is investigating Teslas that crash into parked emergency vehicles. More after this. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, Royce, we are feeling the pinch of inflation right now. Absolutely. I filled up my car today for $80. Imagine if you were making less and had to do the same. Yeah, thanks for my job. Oh, no problem. Again. Pay cuts all the way across. No, just kidding. I'd never do that to you. You know, I give I, you gas raises, so no, no, no pay raises, gas raises. Gas, well, if one we, tank per month. If one get, tank. Per, <laughs> now, now, here's the thing: if we get a fleet card, that'd be great. But right, we're gonna, we're gonna drop that conversation. Talk about the Federal Reserve because apparently the Federal Reserve is yeah. feeling the pinch of inflation, just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. And they've just announced a rate hike of 75 bullet points, bringing interest rates to. 1.75% days after the government uh, released this scorching inflation report. And uh, uh, it looks like the soft landing that Jerome Powell was promising, eh, it's not going to go for the will. Uh, basically, it depends on how well you understand economics. And I say this because the Fed basically is supposed to be protecting money. And that's yeah. what they do. Right. And part of protecting money is also letting people know when when it's a good time to be in cash, when it's a good time to be in the market and when it's a good time to basically ultimately take profit. Right. That sounds like every day here at Arbitrage. That's right. We take profit here every day. (laughs) Um, And what I see when I see them raising that rate, it's encouraging people who are. Um, more risk averse to literally take the profit that they've been sitting on for close to 15 years if they rode the last 2008 to where we are rally. So them allowing the interest rate to go up saying means, hey, you can make money while sitting in cash. So go to cash. Right. Um, I think this is a very bright and smart move for the Fed to do this. Um, And I think um, overall, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are taking that hint and are taking cash. Like, for example, if you're in Robinhood, that that 75-point bullet 
that's allowing if you are bleeding and you're in the market, it allows you to literally let your money sit in cash in the Robinhood app. I'm not advertising for them, by the way. But basically, while you're sitting in cash, you will still earn at least 1.75% APR on your money while it's sitting. So if you're bleeding or if you're waiting or if your money is sitting someplace, and I think most brokerages are doing this now, if you're sitting in cash, they actually give you money for your money sitting in just cash. So cash is a position. Yeah, I, I'm kind of sitting there myself. I definitely understand that. But with, with inflation rising as it is, and the Fed hiking interest rates, isn't there a, a danger of recession happening uh, we they... have been in a recession since june of 2021 so says our analytics <laughs> but i was about to say people are just starting to talk about it right yeah um according to our charts and our daily charts did say that basically we're i think we're past the point of no return we have to uh, there are several uh key indicators in our system that says we've passed that and we've been past that point for about three or four weeks now that last rally that we had uh, that was the last relief before this next leg down. And so I think we'll see another one close to this level, but then ugh, it may get a little bit worse. So buckle up. It's going to be a rough ride the rest of 2022. Want to learn more about it? We've got free seminars and free lessons at arbitragetrade.org. So take a look because it's not over yet, guys. More after this. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The U.S. failed to take basic steps at the start of the coronavirus pandemic to prevent fraud in a federal aid program designed to help small businesses, depleting the funds and making people more vulnerable to identity theft. The chairman of a House panel examining the payouts said Tuesday, Democratic Representative James Clyburn blamed the Trump administration for the problems in the COVID-19 Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program overseen by the U.S. Small Business Administration amid revelations that as much as 20% of the money, tens of billions of dollars, may have been awarded to fraudsters. Clyburn said the Biden administration has implemented measures to identify potential fraud and directed loan officers to address indications of fraud before approving loans while Congress has invested in fraud prevention and accountability. 
Representative Steve Scalise, the number two House Republican, said the Trump administration and Congress worked together at the beginning of the pandemic when uncertainty was rampant and much of the economy was locked down to deliver much needed relief as fast as we could to help save as many jobs as we could and prevent the economy from crashing. Scalise, representative from Louisiana, said Democrats are undermining the successes and asked why the House Coronavirus Panel Clyburn Chairs wasn't looking into the Enhanced Unemployment Insurance Program that was plagued by egregious and unprecedented fraud and is a leading contributor to the high inflation rates. I hope that in our oversight of pandemic programs, my Democratic colleagues will be able to recognize the difference between what was needed to save the economy during an unprecedented pandemic versus pushing a partisan inflation-inducing agenda, he said. Clyburn of South Carolina said the subcommittee will determine what more must be done to bring perpetrators of fraud to justice and how to protect future emergency programs. Clyburn said he supports extending the statute of limitations for this kind of fraud case to give investigators more time to untangle complex potential crimes. Witnesses at the hearing suggested so uh, standardizing the data collected by states to make it easier for federal authorities to spot possibly fraudulent patterns. The SBA's Office of the Inspector General has estimated that at least $80 billion distributed from the $400 billion EIDL program could have been fraudulent, much of it in scams using stolen identities. Separately, staff for the select subcommittee on Tuesday issued a report that found that some 1.6 million applications for the loans may have been approved without being evaluated. The subcommittee staff found that these loans were approved in batches of up to 500 applications at a time. Applications were allowed to move through even if they had certain red flags for fraud, such as international client locations or phone numbers not associated with the business or owner, as long as they weren't too many of them. The process meant that while software analyzed the applications, they were not even opened by officials before being green-lighted for funding. The SBA's Inspector General, Hannibal Mike Weir, said initially there was a huge struggle at the agency about the need for speed versus the need for control. He said he was screaming about the need for fraud controls. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around for more with Royce right after this. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. 
Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I tell you, Royce, I was in the convenience store the other day. Have I told you that my favorite candy bar is Three Musketeers? Is it two and a half musketeers now? It's two point two five musketeers now. Uh, Musket three musketeers in the nineteen sixties were a, a two ounce bar. Oh wow! Okay, it is now one point seven five ounces, and I am mad about it. Oh, have you seen it? One point seven five liter uh, as opposed to two liter drinks, right? Oh, so they're shrinking stuff and keeping the price the same. Got well, it. Let's call it shrinkflation, shall we? Uh, if we got it. <laughs> All right, let's quickly get the patent and basically coin it if we're going to do it, though. So here's the thing, right? In the U.S., a small box of Kleenex has 60 tissues a few months ago. It had 65. Chobani flips, well, they shrunk from 5.3 5. ounces to 4.5 ounces, man. Uh, yeah. Nestle slimmed down their Nescafe Americana coffee from 100 grams to 90 grams. India, a bar of uh, Vim dish soap, has shrunk from 155 to 135 grams. Shrinkflation is not new. Yes, basically, it's close enough to the original size, and you're still saying playing, paying the same price. For example, very crafty. Yeah. Pick up a bar of uh, pick up a jar of peanut butter, for example, right? No, not my peanut pick butter. Pick it up, turn it over. Okay. Yeah. There is a cavity in that, and that cavity increases just a little bit every year. I did not know that. But the price stays the same. Impressive, right? So anything jarred, they have the ability to keep it in the same form factor, but you know, get that little, get that little, yeah. uh, little and, and bit. And every bit counts when you're pushing out product. Right. Less right. is more. Quite literally, because of inflation, and you're getting less. Let's go with more of these. Cottonelle un- Ultra Care uh, Clean Care Toilet Paper shrunk from 340 sheets to 312. Folgers Coffee downsized their 51-ounce container to 43.5, but it still says that it'll make up to 400 cups. I don't uh, see that happening. Yeah, a lighter weight bean... New technology. Okay, Folgers, you're uh, trying to pull a fast one on us as we're trying to wake up. Yeah, come on, people. Party-sized Fritos, man. Fritos. They messed around Wait, with my corn party chips. party size? It's no longer party size. It's no longer party size. It used to be 18 ounces. Now it's 15.5. And, by the way, they increased the price. Imagine that. Inflation, right? Oy. It has to be sneaky. Otherwise, uh, people start to notice. Oy. Gatorade phased out its 32-ounce bottles in favor of 28 ounces. Same what? price. Didn't know that. Now I am mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, companies like Kimberly Clark and, and, you know, Kleenex and Pantene, you know, Procter & Gamble, they have absolutely done this for a while. And it um, mums the word. They're not responding to requests for comments, I'm yeah. hearing. Hair conditioner, for example. Hair conditioner, same thing as far as the peanut butter, you know. Um, hey, I have less hair. I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Downsize from 12 fluid ounces to 10.4 fluid ounces still costs the same. Thanks a bunch, corporate America. Uh, remember the, the, the 1905 penny, how big it was? Yeah. 
It's a whole lot smaller now. And it's not penny. Yeah, it's not it's copper zinc. anymore. It used to be a full ounce of copper. Have a great weekend. Go shopping and lament with us. We'll see you next time. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage trade.com flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company united healthcare insurance plans offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more one of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs coming off your parents plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.